Yo, this is Chaos Reigns, uh, the sporadic but consistent podcast from Leighton Jordan. This is episode number six. Yeah. If you're clicking in the background, that's me playing PlayStation because that's what I do. Uh, if I just sat in the room and talked, I'd probably run out of ideas. But... With this podcast, I'm, I've been at my job listening to podcasts, and I want to get, I'm very, so my political leaning is liberal, um, more so anarchist. Uh, I've been an anarchist since 2000, um, after seeing the debacle that was the 2000 election. And just becoming more politically aware. Like, yeah, I'd rather just not have a government. Now, I know practically this isn't a good thing. Like, you need government for a lot of stuff. Most of it having to do with infrastructure and people on, like, you know, there's, there's things that the government does that. You, that th- you really need them to do. But still doesn't take away from the fact that I don't want it to exist. Not exist, but a better form, a more free form. And I think ultimate freedom is anarchy. Uh, here's why. Because I feel like most people aren't complete murderous, rapist dicks because... It's illegal. Like. And I feel like if people were allowed to live freely, they'd be more honest. You know. I think people claim to, quote unquote, keep it real because it's advantageous in polite society. But I think if you treat everybody like they could just kill you and get away with it. You're more often to be, not capitulatory, but you're more often to be kind. You know? I think it's one of those situations to where, I say that a lot. But it is, my political lean is, uh, my, I remember like, I was talking to my dad about it. And my, we've had this argument a bunch. And they're like, so, and they're like, someone could just come up and shoot you and get away with it. And my first retort was like, that Tamir Rice is dead. And nothing happened to that cop. Like, people get murdered all the time. I think people want government because they want consequences for the fuck shit that happens. Which is fine. You want some sort of justice. If someone does you wrong, you want to be able to be like, aha, you're going to jail. Or something. You can't just wait for karma to screw them over. And I get that. I get the desire to have it. It's it's comfort. But I think... In order to be truly free, you don't need any masters. And I think once we, I mean, we've all agreed, like, all right, we're just going to pay taxes and do all this stuff that the government says that we have to do and abide by. And I think we lose a lot of humanity and we try to curtail our morality by it. Not curtail, but we try to carve out our morality through what's legal or not. Like slavery at one point was legal, not even legal, but encouraged. Um, 
so but it was still morally wrong like it was at one point if the rumor is correct the rule of thumb you could hit your wife with nothing no wider than your thumb with a stick no wider than your thumb if that's you jesus like holy crap like oh hey, hey, hey don't hit your wife but if you're gonna hit her use something that's thin that'll hurt way more because it's in a concentrated area like that to me is just weird super weird but beating your wife beating your husband uh is immoral super immoral like very immoral on the scale of what should be just wrong straight out hitting innocent people just because you're angry and i don't really subscribe to that you need laws to tell people to stop being dicks like i mean i guess we have to but it's weird dude like think about the purge about all that happens during the purge in the purge movies and I think a lot, one, that's a whole nother podcast about what gets, what other crimes get, like, forgotten in the midst of all that. People just go to murderous, violent, rapey, range, like, rages, and that's not cool. But, I, you get back to that, and everybody's just doing what they're, they're just doing, just because, oh, now it's legal to kill somebody, I'm just going to go shoot my neighbor up. Now that it's legal, I'm just going to go blow up this car like now that it's legal like or not now that it's decriminalized like come on man i don't get it like i'm i've I'm, I'm never really understood that that it's if it's illegal it must be wrong and if it's legal it must be right like no that's not how this shit works but but yeah so i'm liberal uh if anything if i have to pick a practice i say a democratic socialist because I'm always going to be for the people, the majority, the downtrodden, the underdog, uh, socially at least. Um, am I for open borders? No. Am I for a better uh, system of immigration? Of course I am. But if I'm not for super punishing the people who sneak over. I'm not for that. That's whack as shit. Because... Just because the people coming over here through are brown, we're going to vilify them. That's stupid. I mean, not me, conservative. Um, and I don't base my, and even though I'm black, I can't fucking tell. I don't base my humanity by, or my set of concerns to who helps black people. Like, I have a few friends that, they're like, well, if they don't care about us. Like, well, dude, that's not how I rock. Like, in, injustice is injustice. Like, I got into a bit of a discussion with a friend about the Iran situation. Like, he's like, no, man, let them deal with this. Like, bro, that's still fucked up. Like, I don't want innocent people dying. Like, they don't treat us nice over here. I don't give a shit. Like, that's not how I work. That's never how I've been work. Like, you're going to be a very lonely person if you're only caring about people who care about black people. Because that's just us. And I'm not finished with my life just only caring about black people. When there's a whole bunch of other people, or black people in America, when there's a whole bunch of people going through it, like, no, that's not, that's how those who oppress keep the oppression going, by making sure that no one cares about anyone else, anyone, anybody else's oppression. Like, that to me is 
it's kind of it's lazy. Uh, yeah, it's lazy to do that. It's very easy to say like, well, they don't care. The people that I've come into contact with don't care about us. Okay, I still don't want that. Still doesn't mean they have a right to have their fucking home blown up. That still doesn't right that mean they have to watch their children die in front of them, their wives die in front of them, their husbands die in front of them, and any the other person that they care about. Like that's fucking whack. Like it's stupid. And I get not stupid. Like it's, like I said that's just not part of my humanity. Like that's not how I tend to carry myself. Um. I think the one issue that I do have with my, the Democratic candidate that I like the most is Andrew Yang. And it's not just because he wants to give everybody a thousand dollars. That's bullshit. A thousand dollars a month. Like, no, that's, he has other policies. If Joe Biden wanted to give everybody a thousand dollars a month, I still wouldn't rock with some of his fucking policies. Joe Biden, I think needs to take his old ass and go on somewhere. Like, and I'm not just saying old as in physically, but I'm saying old as in his ideas are washed. Like moderates aren't getting anything done. You have to be more radical. There was a time to be moderate and that's before 2016. Now you have to be fucking radical because what you're dealing with is, an, is a senile, overtly and noted racist and, child, and alleged child rapist, which is funny to see people still rock with this dude on. And no. He was very radical. Like he's, I think Democrats are still playing by the rules of the candidate needs to be completely altruistic or not completely altruistic, but I'm completely perfect. Like that's not going to get us anywhere. The rules that the Republicans are playing by isn't the same rules that were laid out before. So get off your high fucking horses. Like I really hate not hate. Yeah, I do. I really fucking hate the. What is it? Not the, but the feigning perfection. Like, I don't give a fuck if Bernie's like, if Andrew Yang's the like best, he has the best fucking policies. Well, he said this back in 2009, like suck, shut the fuck up. Like you what? Like, I don't care. Like we have bigger shit to fucking handle. The guy who you want to be perfect is running against a guy who the people who are voting for don't give a fuck that he's not perfect. Donald Trump's fans, his dick riders, do not give a shit. Like, even in the face of evidence that he is a horrible fucking human being. And one of the things I hate, I had this, I don't even, I don't know, even know I can consider him a fucking friend anymore. But dude, Mouse, he was like, the like when Republicans talk about why black people should like or why anybody should like Donald Trump, but they talk about the economy and low unemployment. So what you're getting to me, what you're saying to me is you are only as loyal as what is financially possible. That's what you're saying. That's what you, that's what that is what you're saying to me. I, I someone can do whatever to your friends and family, the people you claim to care about. But if as long as they give you money or as long as there's an opportunity for you to come up financially, you're perfectly happy with it. Like, that's it. Like, oh, well, it's not affecting you or your family. OK, so I know we definitely can't be friends. Though, like, because like I said, my humanity comes. I have concern for all oppressed peoples uh, because I'm the descendants 
of 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 of, the, of oppressed people. I'm the grandchild, the child of an oppressed person. The Civil Rights Act was signed into law. My mom was three, so it's still very fucking fresh. Plessy versus Ferguson, like desegregation. My dad was the one of the the first generation in in his family to go to a segregated school. Like, so I'm going to ride for the people who champion that, which is why I'll never be a conservative, because I can't think of anything tangible that the conservatives have ever done for black people. And if you want to say they time tax bills, that one for us, like, shut the fuck up. The Civil Rights Voting Act, as big of a dick that Lyndon Johnson is, and low-key fuck him, but that bill helped. Like, conservatism for black people is very much a cooning at this point. Especially if you're just basing it on economics. But the money, like, bro, you're a whore. You're a whore, and I never want to be associated with you because if I'm going to associate myself with an actual whore, like with someone who is a like a metaphorical whore, I'd rather just kick it with a literal whore. I'd rather just kick it with a gang of literal fucking whores because I know what they do. Their loyalty, their their time with you is based on how much money you're giving them. But that shouldn't be the basis. That's a transactional relationship. My friendship should not be fucking transactional. And I think a lot of people are starting to realize, and if they haven't, like, Trump friends are going to love him for as long as it is. But, like, wanting your candidates to be perfect when the other side isn't, that high road shit is stupid. Or not stupid. It's it's very nice. It's very good in theory to have. You would want that. You would want you would want to both candidates to be of high moral character, and then they just disagree on policy. But when one is absolutely one of the most egotistical, and running for president is egotistical enough, but egotistical in a noted history of swindling people. And he's noted in history for being disloyal. Like, why, as a person who champions loyalty, would I want to associate myself with someone who isn't loyal? Bro, you ask your homeboys to do fuck shit. They get caught doing the fuck shit, and you just want to disassociate. You ain't putting money on his books, nothing. Like, you are a dick. I hope, I hope he gets impeached. But at the same time, I realize what the fuck's at stake. There's going to be a lot of angry, gun-toting, racist-ass white people. And it's going to be some bullshit. It's going to be bullshit on a level that we haven't seen in our, in our lifetimes. It's probably going to be Civil War-ass type bullshit. There's going to be, you thought there's hate crimes going on now. These stupid-ass white, racist white folks, and not all white folks, the stupid-ass racist ones. The ones that still rock with Trump. They're going to start killing people. They're going to start killing minorities. And it's going to suck. It's going to suck a lot. And I don't think America's really ready for it. And I know that the people who are going to be affected the most are going to be people who look like me and or have my ideology. And that's 
saddening. Um, it is. It, it's truly saddening because there's really nothing you can do to stop it. And the thing is, too, is like, we're going to be like, I'm weary of white people now. Like, that's just something that I've grown up. Like, I'm respectful. I'm cool to everybody. But I keep my eye on, especially if they look like they could be fucking Trump fans. Like, I have to prejudge. I don't hate them for it. I don't hate all white people. That's stupid. But I fucking watch because I have to. There's too many fucking instances, noted instances of a misunderstanding getting a black man killed. Dead ass. So I can't afford, and like I said, I was raised, my, my grandfather was a civil rights activist. He marched with Dr. Martin Luther King and uh, Jesse Jackson. My father, like I said, grew up in the South in the 1960s and 70s and 80s. The amount of racism that my father faced, I've never faced. And I hope to never face it. But if Donald Trump gets kicked out of office, it's going to be a shit show. And it's a shit show. Like, again, I'm self-destructive, still low-key, suicidal, dependent. I'm ready. Like, fuck it. Let's go. Let's get this cracking. Y'all got to die someday. At least have it be... For a good fucking cause. Defending justice and freedom. But. The president. As bad as he is. Can galvanize his base. He spent his whole fucking presidency. Going to fucking rallies. Nigga you already got the job. You're interviewing again for the job. Like you had the job already. He just wants to have his dick sucked. That's it. He just wants to have, but all this, not retarded, that's bad to retarded people, his simplistic, yeah, simplistic, scrupulous fans, because, and how can I say that scrupulous? Um, The swindling, the overt racism, the lack of integrity, lack of loyalty that he shows to anybody other than his daughter like him he really wants to bang Ivanka like I'm pretty sure if Ivanka let him he he oh my god he'd give himself a son and a grandson at the exact same time kind of like some of his freaking fans uh that was a joke at rednecks because fuck him um yeah not my not my people uh, yeah, no, but I think a lot of the Democrats, like they're going to like, I like Elizabeth Warren as a person who speaks. I like some of her ideas, even though a lot of her ideas Andrew Yang has, and they're a lot better. I do not think Elizabeth Warren would make a good president, not because she's a woman, um, but because I think she's doing this thing that I see a lot of older feminists do and I'm not against feminism just I'm not a feminist why I'm a black man so that that doesn't help me at all uh but hey do what you do keep it pimping but um she does it she's doing this thing the same thing that Hillary did is where you want power so much that you start undercutting you start really trying to 
win off of people not liking the other person instead of liking you. Like, Hillary did that shit the entire time she was given the nomination. Like, look, hey, hey, Hillary, what are some of your uh, economic plans? Hey, look, I'm not Trump. Like, this guy's a fucking asshole. Yeah, that, that's cool. We get it. Noted. Gotcha. 10-4 apricot. But what are you going to do? What are some of your plans? Don't just tell me that you're just not him. Because he's at least have a plan. As dumb as they are, his simple-minded fucking fans will fucking buy into it. So tell me what you're going to do. And Elizabeth Warren with that thing with Bernie where she said, he said where she goes or she tells people that he told her that there, there's that there's no way she, there's going to be a woman president. That doesn't even sound like Bernie. Like, bitch, now you're just lying for what? Like, why are you clout chasing like that? You could have beaten Bernie by just having better talking points. You're a great talker. But what is what was it? No, that's that's not great. Um, I think a lot of. So, again, let me kind of parse this like because it's going to sound really weird. So let me just kind of give you some credentials, not even credentials, just a background. My mom is a chemist. Um, like chemist, chemist. Uh, she's been a chemist, a professor of chemist for 32 years, 33 years. Um, my great grandmother was a civil rights activist. My grandmother and my step grandmother, especially my step grandmother, she was very heavy in civil rights activism and she, uh, has her own business. My aunts went to college. Like I come from a family full of women who have been in leadership positions and thrive. And I've never not known women to be in leadership positions. I've that's second fiddle to me, uh, completely. Um, I'm kind of surprised when the woman doesn't want to be in a leadership position because that's just I've never I was I wasn't groomed in that. I was never raised in a household where women had one role and that was it. Like, no, like, or like one role and it was just being domestic. Like, which is why I would never want to marry a woman. And she's like, hey, I want to be a housewife. Bitch, if you don't get the fuck on, like, no. Like, my mom wasn't a housewife. My other mom wasn't a housewife. Like, none of my aunts were housewives. Uh, They all worked very hard. And they're all some of the most intelligent, well-spoken, driven people I've met in my entire life. So... If a woman ever says that she wants to be a house, that's an immediate turnoff. Immediate turnoff. Because um, I'm not, that's, no, I've never, that's not part of my culture. Like, my great, my grandmother is a nurse who traveled, the, who she's been all over the world many times. Her passport is completely tattooed. Uh, like a subway in Harlem. And so, knowing a very, being groomed in a culture of not just academic but emotional intelligence and business sense that I got from my aunts and my cousin Tia she has her own business like I have a very entrepreneur like a very high caliber um list of female family members uh and so I know what good leadership looks like and I know what good leadership looks like 
coming from a woman. Because I would consider my mom and my dad both leaders. And they match perfectly. Like, my mom's very good at running point on certain things. And my dad's very good at running point on certain things. Um, One thing that my mom can't run point on is the remote to the TV. Um, That's just not her thing. Smart as a whip. Technology is not her strong suit when it comes to non-chemist-related things. So, I'm saying this to let you know. I'm not bashing Elizabeth Warren because she's a woman. I'm saying I don't like the way she's going about trying to be a leader. You don't have to have this aura where you're just as tough as a man. No, I don't need you to be that. We know you're, we know you're intelligent. We know you know what you're doing. That's easy. Uh, I just don't like the leadership style. And I think it does a disservice. And I think the same thing, too, with Hillary Clinton. I think second wave, those older second wave baby boomer feminists have this mindset, which I get like they're doing it for the legacy. They're doing it for their women's studies professors in college. Like they're doing for every dude. Like they have a different set of baggage that they're trying to do for because they were literally told you can't do anything. So it's. I see where that comes from, but you got to let that shit go. Like that one dude who you liked, but said, don't worry your little head about this being a senator or being some sort of politician or some leadership role. You're not running against them. Stop it. Like you don't have that leadership skill. You're not masculine. So don't try to come off as masculine. If you were a butch lesbian, if Elizabeth Warren was a butch lesbian, then all the and and uh, Hillary Clinton was a butch lesbian, all the moving like they think an overly aggressive male would move would make sense because that's how butch lesbians move. Um, never fails. The douchey bros of the LGBTQ community are fucking butch lesbians. It's astounding how fucking weird that is, but it's a thing. And I think the thing that would get Warren eviscerated by Trump, like he's waiting to do that. And I saw it with Clinton and Warren's of the same ilk. They're going to get flustered. They're going to start catching flashbacks. It just looked like Hillary was catching flashbacks of every dude who ever said she couldn't be something. Like you're playing, like you're already lost, dude. If this was a fight, you're already lost. You're already lost. You already lost because you're focusing on the wrong thing. Like you don't come off as genuine when everybody knows you're trying to do a power grab. Who is this for? Is this for your homegirls at Sierra Lawrence? Like, who is this for? Like, why are you going so hard for something? That you can win by just showing off your intelligence and speaking concisely. But having super shady moves, and I'm talking about Hillary in this one. Having super shady moves is not the wave. It's not wavy at all, man. Like, Elizabeth Warren is a good, she's a good politician. I don't live in a district, so I can't tell you if she's, she hasn't done anything for me in Columbus, Ohio. And I do, I think, a woman president, we could, yes, but the right woman president. You have to 
be able to destroy Trump verbally. It's a rap battle, those debates. Because a lot of people, they choose by the debates, not the policies. Like Mitt Romney never fucking stood a chance with Obama. Like John McCain never stood a chance with Obama. Obama could talk his ass off. Like he had them niggas shook. Super shook. And that's one of the things I loved about Obama. Now, I didn't vote for him because, again, anarchist. But I understood, like, yo, dude, like, this is easy for him. This is light work. And a, a Liz, my one issue with Andrew Yang is that he keeps saying the same fucking talking points over and over. But I got to remember that, like, yeah, he may be introduced to people for the set for the first time. Like, going on Brilliant Idiots, going on Joe Rogan, it may reach a lot of people, but it's not reaching the hundreds of millions. You know? I think this is a very much, very, not very much, what's the word? A very pivotal election. Because four more years of Trump's bullshit, it's going to be all bad. It's, it's going to be all bad, especially for black and brown people. And no one wants to talk about it to the extent that it's going to be very detrimental because his fans are going to feel emboldened, dude. The cops are going to feel emboldened. Like he said, he has a cops. He has a lot of soldiers. He has a lot of people with guns and axes to grind. They'll be broke. They'll be sick and they'll be dying. But as long as they feel that they're not us, they'll feel like they're on top. If you convince enough poor white folks that at least they're not niggas, they'll live happily ever after. My life probably is a lot of be- a lot better than a lot of motherfuckers who live in West Virginia in Trump country. Like, legit. Like, I don't have meth heads in my family that I have to worry about. Uh, I don't have uh heroin addicted like the whole stereotypes of those backwoods mountain folk don't I come from good schools I want come come from a good family went to a good school I'm not those dudes but they would not trade their lives with mine because at least they can hold on to their whiteness and that's it that's that's a lot of it like it is Gonna be a interesting election season. I hope Yang wins, or if it's Bernie, I hope it's Bernie and Yang. Uh, I really do. But I think the the I think liberals ask for perfection in a time where you don't need to be perfect. Perfect. You need to be smart, and you need to be able and be able to concisely state your plans. You have to, because if not, we're all fucked. We are all super fucked. But I just do not, I don't like Biden. I don't like Biden. I don't think he's right moving forward. I don't think he is what the new Democratic leadership should look like. I don't think he's a liberal. Uh, Altruistically, I think he is an opportunist because if he was really about that shit, he should have ran last time. Like, you can't, he did the whole, 
I'm going to like I've seen this move like you create the evil and then you like you're the fireman who started the fire. Like you start the fire and you're like, oh, my God, my house is burning. And then you just reluctantly show up. You reluctantly show up. And now everything's fixed. Like, oh, well, thanks, Mr. Fireman. Like, why are you holding matches and gasoline? Oh, yeah, I was uh, jogging. Oh, okay. Like, no, like, that's just kind of, I feel like that's who Joe Biden is. Bernie, I like, I just think Bernie's too, I think he's too old. And I think it's, it's, and it's too old as health-wise, bro. You already had a heart attack. Like, Donald Trump is going to eviscerate you. And they're just going to call you a communist. And they're just going to blast socialism the entire time. That freedom dividend, as much as people don't talk, like, that, that's Yang's weird. Uh, that's his ace in the hole. I'm not going to say Trump card. I'd rather say ace in the hole. But it is. That's his ace in the hole. Like, bro, I'm willing to give these people $1,000 a month. And he has good stances on a bunch of other shit. Like, the tech boom... Not tech boom, but automation. Tech boom is different than automation. Automation is going to change a lot of lives for the worst if you're a worker that needs that. If you're a truck driver, like I have a couple truck driver friends, like that is going to be a huge, huge deal. That is going to be a game changer in society. Automatic, like truck drives, like they're going to be what the efficiency, the yeah, that we'll be able to run on as a country that we don't have to have these guys hopped up on. Like, you don't have to pay them, you don't have to pay these trucks, you send them on their way, and that's it. They arrive, and you have someone there to unload it. Now it gets to the point. Now you're still gonna need people people to unload it, but if it gets to the point to where robots can unload shit, that I mean that's probably further in the future than it is, but it's probably closer than it was. Truck driving, call centers. I think it's gonna, re, especially retail. We're looking at the dawn of a new age. As much as the automobile industry kind of jumped up with automation. We're looking at the dawn of a new age technologically, which is going to change everything. Society, society-wise, yeah. Socially, boom, that's it. How we interact, our language towards each other. And a lot of people are going to be grieved. Like warehouses, there's a bunch of where. Like we have a huge warehouse cluster in Columbus. We do. There's warehouses everywhere. Everywhere there's warehouses. And one of the things that's going to happen is with automation, you're going to have less need. Like we, I remember at ANF, um, we had belts that, you know, you throw the box on a belt, you're good to go. Imagine before they had belts, they put everything on pallets and stacked it that way. Which probably took a lot longer. So everything is more efficient now. You know. And you probably had more people. Now that you have the belts. You don't need that many people. Like me and my dude Aaron. It'd be two of us. And we'd throw 20,000. 20,000 boxes. Between the two of us. 
And that's just bullshit. That's easy day. But that's what happened, dude. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Got it. Butt check, nigga. But yeah, so. Just give a little breakdown of how I see the current democratic. Or the, yeah, the current. Uh, yeah, Democratic uh, candidates. Like Tulsi Gabbard, Buttigieg. I think Buttigieg is a moderate. Um, I think he may have liberal tendencies, but you have to remember he's from Indiana. And I don't think he's doing anything. That, I don't think he's going to be drastic. And I think a lot of it, and I heard this on Brilliant Idiot, it's like he's gay. And so he has to appeal to a wide audience. Him being a veteran is cool, but you're, if he's a if he's a candidate, it's going to get completely homophobic. You're going to see a lot of f words fly, and that it the word rhymes with stag, but with an f. And there's not a big that's not a big enough community that that I think will win him over. Uh, win over Middle America. Which is because because of electoral college after we're both winning over. But yeah, I like Yang. Um, for me, the perfect ticket would be Yang, Bernie, Bernie, Yang. I mean, probably Yang and Kamala. Uh, and I kind of forgive Kamala for being a for being a prosecutor, dude. She did her job. That's just it. Like you can't keep holding her for something that. You know. Though you may not agree with it, if she's the best candidate moving forward, what she did as a senator, she can just hope to right the wrongs. So you have to give people the chance to grow. That's it. Are there people probably serving life sentences because of her? Yeah. That sucks. But the greater good is in, is at stake. I don't think if, I think if it's Jane and Kamala, I don't think they win. But you know, so ticket. I think the one ticket that would win would be. That I want is Yang as president. But Bernie's old as shit. So I take Bernie and Yang. And if Bernie kicks the bucket, we got the G in there, you know? But you guys be easy. Uh, Peace.